Hey, it's Neville Medora with the Swipes email for Friday, October 6, 2023. Swipes, of course, means swipe, wisdom, interesting picture, essay, and a sketch. Let's start with a swipe. So I like this one because it's kind of like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, but for luxury brags. It's broken down by the Supremes, which is like the top, the legacies, the classics, the contemporaries, and at the very bottom, the accessible, meaning just anyone can buy it for any money. And it's kind of interesting. I'm not really into luxury bags, but it's kind of cool. People put this in like a uh, like a, like a pyramid. So you can see at the top, it's Hermes, uh, Chanel, Del Vox. Clearly, I don't know what these are. But it's really cool. I like that. And I thought with this swipe, a cool marketing experiment for a brand would be to make images and quote unquote research like this and put your brand in the category that you want it to. So you're kind of included, kind of be a little sneaky about it. Uh, so people go, whoa, who's that? And Google you, you know, if you're in the top. Here's a, a little piece of wisdom. It's kind of a funny one, but it's kind of a... It's like accidental marketing. So a few swipes emails ago, I actually found a way to improve the email reply rate. And a lot of people do this on social media, especially on TikTok, and it's just misspelling stuff. So I wrote that I was giving a speech and they had five green rooms with snacks and drinks. But by accident, I wrote snakes and my autocorrect didn't catch it because snakes was spelled correctly. And so by misspelling snacks as snakes, I got this flood of email replies from everyone in this uh, audience going, they had snakes in the green room. And of course they were joking, but it was just like a funny thing to do. Anyways, it really boosted the email reply rate. And I was like, oh, that was kind of a fortunate accident in a way. Here's something kind of interesting. So this is a cool chart showing the nine different types of humor. And honestly, I've never seen them listed out like this. I think it's super cool. I read a lot of books about comedy and I've just never seen this listed out. There's like physical comedy, improv comedy, observational, self-deprecating, dad jokes, bodily, surreal, topical, and dark. And it's kind of funny that you just it just has this like a uh, wheel with all of these and it described it. And I'm like, wow, I've never seen this described so well. I just really like that. For the picture, um, I'm dog-sitting a dog for a week named Mochi. He's like a multi-poo, and he's super good. He's super cute. He's genetically bred to be a good dog, and he's just so good and nice and easy and doesn't shed, doesn't bark. Pretty great, actually. And I have like 400 photos of him already on my phone, and uh, I posted some pictures of him working out, going to Whole Foods, playing with other friends, recording a podcast, uh, me Lion Kinging him. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Kind of dumb, not really relevant to you in any way, but I just wanted to share that I'm dog seeing a cute dog and it's awesome. And here's an essay. So inside our members area, we've been talking a lot about audiences and communities and the difference in them. And the reason is a lot of people sell digital products and what's happened in the recent years is these community pieces of software and different ways of maintaining a community have come out. So Facebook groups, uh, Twitter communities to a lesser degree, uh, circle.so, forums, et cetera. And my buddy Sam said this wise thing recently that audience is when they're all listening to you and community is where they're talking to each other. And the best is when you can have an audience that's also a community because they're listening to you for what you say, but they're also meeting each other, um, making connections, forming businesses. And it's kind of funny, inside the copywriting course, there have been members of the copywriting course that were very active. They started mingling with each other, talking to each other, connecting in our forum, all that stuff. And they formed companies that are bigger than our company. <laughs> and that's like a really cool feeling that you foster that kind of connection. We've also had uh, writers that work with really big companies now, thanks to that, or uh, people who are members of the community that were per participating and giving feedback on people's copy. 
and they'd be like, Hey, you, you want to get hired? And it was, it's kind of cool that like it's become a community, even though I built this as like an audience style business, a community has formed. I would like to actually foster that a lot more. So I've been making a private list of big communities around the web to emulate the best and see what they do, uh, what the reason is. As far as I can tell, a good community revolves around an industry that changes a lot. That's probably the best way I've heard someone say it. Uh, uh, one of our employees, Leslie, said that, and I thought it was very wise. And so I have a question for you. Are you part of any online groups or community? Reply and let me know. Like, are you part of any Facebook groups that you listen to all the time or uh, podcasts or anything like that? Let me know. Um, I'm just curious. And if you have any feedback on it, let me know. If you just want to drop the names, that's fine. But I'm just curious about discovering more communities and learning about what you're part of. And finally, a sketch. So the CEO of Netflix, Mark Randolph, recently shared on Twitter how they picked the name at Netflix. And they basically had a list of, let's see, one, two, three, I don't know, maybe like 15, 20 names. And they did it based on if the domain was available. So if it was taken or not, and it's kind of funny, most of the domains they had uh, were taken. So for example, they had a name fast forward or flicks.com um, or take one.com or uh, like cinema center or net picks. And all those domains were taken. And there was only one, two, three, about five of them that were not taken. And they picked Direct Picks and Netflix. Those are the two names, and um, and they got it. That's that's how they did it. And they actually, he actually said this quote. He said, "We didn't really like the name Netflix at first. It sounded like we were doing X-rated films, but it was the best we can do." So it's kind of funny. Like if you buy or build a brand based off of a name, you can make it have meaning, kind of like Google or Amazon. So I thought that was kind of cool and a pretty fun little sketch. Anyways, my name is Neville Dora. I hope you have a great day. Hey, before you go, let me tell you about the copywriting course real quick and what it is. So the copywriting course is, as you can imagine, a copywriting course, right? You watch some videos, you learn stuff a la carte about email, sales pages, web pages, digital marketing, all of the above. And so, of course, you can learn from our courses, but it is so much more than that. You see, one of the reasons that people get good at writing is by practicing writing. So inside the course, you actually get practice by doing quick assignments or submitting your copy to our writers and getting professional feedback on it. And so we have this whole entire members forum, like a specific custom built forum for copywriters. Uh, so you can submit your copy and pro writers will help critique it and rewrite it. And not only your copy, but your images, your tables, all that kind of stuff. It's like having a whole marketing team working on your copy. And many people just join for the forum just to get their copy reviewed, just that alone. But not only that, you also get live help in office hours. That's right. Every Thursday, I hold a live office hours and we hop on a Zoom call and just all the people in the office hours, it's private, so you're not gonna get blasted on the web or anything. And you submit what you want critiqued and we go over it and oftentimes, it, actually most of the time, just rewrite it on the spot or talk about how to make it better. So one of the last ones, someone had a big real estate group and they were wondering if uh, they could make a cohort. And so we wrote up a quick uh, thing, they posted it and instantly they got 80 people interested and over 230 comments on the post asking to be inside the cohort. So little things like that. A lot of times it's just like a little push to get you to do something. And uh, if you go to copywritingcourse.com slash office, you'll see literally thousands of different office hours questions we've answered and all these wins. So you can copywritingcourse.com slash wins to see all the wins that people get inside the course. Um, not only that, we have weekly lesson newsletters that you can get. You can get copywriting certified and you can learn by watching others and grow. So every uh, week there's new stuff inside the community. There's new office hours and you can watch people live redoing their businesses. You get feedback in our forums and you can directly ask me myself, the writers and the community 
questions. I mean, it is one of the best values in digital marketing on the entire internet. We've trained people at big companies and small companies, Gartner, AppSumo, The Hustle Wins It, White Rock Locators, Ahrefs, Best Self, Nerd Fitness, and people freaking love copywriting course. Uh, this one guy says, within a few minutes of watching some videos, I was buzzing with ideas on how to change my emails. And the next day we had our highest sales day ever from a promotion I wrote the same day as signing up for the copywriting course. I love hearing things like this where they think they're gonna take like a full year to learn stuff. They learn a few things, implement it, and they're like, oh my God, I literally paid for your course 10X over and I still get to use it. So anyways, go to copywritingcourse.com slash join and join the copywriting course right now. It's one of the best investments you'll ever make and uh, talk to you inside.